Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. All that stuff. We are back with another episode of the Leadership to Wealth podcast. We're first one of the year. We're going to get into talking about interest rates a little later on in the show, but we're going to look at a couple of charts and talk about housing starts, uh, housing prices, how these things have gone up and down, and what we're seeing movement on and where the value is if you're looking to purchase in 2024 on this week's episode of the Leadership to Wealth podcast. This chart is showing that by the end of the year, they are predicting that they may be under 4% interest rates. Wonderful, I guess. If you want to look at it that way, you can look at it and go, okay, great. Interest rates will come down. It can give a lot of Canadians that option, that opportunity to be able to have some mortgage relief. So if you can hold out for the year until those lower interest rates before having to lock in, absolutely. It sounds great. Even if you can, you know, go from a uh, a closed term to an open term and be able to pay the higher rates because you might pay 8% on a higher rate or 7% on an open term and buy yourself time to get to those lower interest rates. But what happens if you can't afford it? In which case you're going to have to lock in at the current higher rates over the next couple of months. Because remember, a lot of people buy homes and lock in those rates in February, March, and April. So if those rates don't go down till later on in the year, you may find yourself not able to jump onto that bandwagon if it really comes down that much. Here's the other piece, guys, and hear me when I say this. For the Bank of Canada to drop interest rates significantly, even down below 4%, it means that something massive has happened in the economy. It has to be preceded by massive job losses, by uh, perhaps war, by other items that, other things, other circumstances that create havoc in our economy. Otherwise, they will hold the key interest rate at or close to what it's at for as long as they can. And I'm sorry if I'm talking really slow. But hear what I'm saying. Unless something heavy occurs, they will keep interest rates where they are for as long as they can. There's no way it goes down below 4% without massive job losses. If the market stays, if the economy stays as it is right now, the rates cannot go down. Cannot go down. They will not. Why would they do that? They're making extra money on these higher rates. Why would they do that? So they're going to they're going to hold these interest rates as long as they can until the until the economy starts to falter. Remember, we don't have an election year this year. They do in the states, but we don't have one until next year. So as a result, there isn't a, a clear pathway to lowering the interest rates just yet. And so unless of course something massive happens in the States and they make some significant drops in the interest rates, in which case we may have to follow, but we are unlikely to follow suit 
because we are going to want to hold interest rates higher because our economy right now is is red hot, as they call it, with inflation, and we need to curb it as much as we can. That's just a reality. We created the mess. Well, we got to try to clean it up. And so this is what they're doing. There are other measures, but for some reason, they're not implementing those measures. And so this is what we're left with. And you and I are out there paying these costs for it. Okay, how do I explain this? For us to understand the jump from the 2020 to 2021, we we need to understand nothing really changed except interest rates dropped massively. That was the major change. So the loan, or let me correct that, the monthly payment that you would have had to have paid at three and a half percent, when it came down to one and a half, you had the same income, but you were now able to afford a larger monthly payment, which gave people the ability to take on more debt. And so what we saw were a whole bunch of people realizing that they could upsize. I can go for the Big Mac and the supersized fries. And that's what people started doing. They started selling their houses because they realized that it was worth more and they can go buy a larger house and that their payment would stay relatively the same to what it was when they were in that, let's call it smaller home. And so all these people that went out and did that. Many of them even found that they had extra money, so to say, extra afterwards. And they went out and they bought a lot of toys out there as well, whether it be boats, cars, nicer cars. And what you'll realize if you go out and you look at the number of high-end vehicles that are for sale right now, you'll realize that a lot of those people that thought they were millionaires are finding out right now that they weren't. A lot of those people that thought they were upper class are realizing they weren't, in fact, in that bracket because it was a short-term lived situation created by dropping interest rate prices. So people were able to afford more in monthly payments without making more. But of course, now here we are coming back down as interest rates have gone up and the payments that people have to make have gone back up. And they're realizing that now that they've gotten over a million dollars in homes and they've got these huge mortgages, in many cases, their monthly payments have doubled, tripled, even quadrupled. Well, now when we look at the other side and we see the drop, well, first of all, what we're going to see, take a look at the chart and you're going to see that Yes, interest rates have gone up, so payments have gone up. But people are also having to deal with what we're calling inflation, which is the price of fuel going back up, food costs going back up, the cost of goods, the cost of services. All of these things have all increased. And so people have less money now than they did before because the cost of everyday stuff has gone up. And we're seeing that reflected in people realizing that they're not going to be able to heat their house and have electricity and pay for their leases. And as a result, 
they've backed off on what they're able to on what they're able to buy because remember now the prices have all gone up and unless the prices come back down at these higher interest rates people can't take on that type of a mortgage payment to accommodate it and if you saw my videos back in 2020 I made videos talking about all of this that this is what was that's this is what they were doing and this is what was going to happen and here you are everyone says if you don't know your history it's bound to repeat itself and what I said was that in 2020 they were they were saying they were going to keep interest rates higher for longer and they were going to let the market run red hot what is in their own words was they were going to let it run red hot what does that mean? If you if you don't understand, that means that they're going to let prices go up. They're going to let them inflate. They knew that that's what was going to happen. And they told us that. But we heard what we wanted to hear. Most people heard what they wanted to hear. Oh, interest rates are going to be low. Didn't take into account that that means that pr home prices are going to go skyrocketing. Now, anyone that I know that that I advised on this topic, they did go out and they purchased income properties and things like that and watched those assets go up in value. And they were able to cover the costs. It needed to be able to cover the costs. If you didn't do that or if you're in a, you know, owner occupied, you're the one that has to cover the costs. And that's unfortunately what we've seen take place. They let it go up. And then when people thought it was going to stay around longer, they flipped the script and their interest rates came up. And everybody that was dancing out in the cold realized they had no chair to sit back down on. Okay, a whole bunch of homes that were $500,000 or less, they've now gone up in value and they're above that price range. And so people are ha finding them harder to, to find. Yes, the numbers are going to show that. And if you find homes that are in that range, four to $700,000, they are going to go up in value. They're going to go up in price, rather, because people that bought expensive homes they're going to sell and they're going to move down into something that they can afford to be in. People will come down. And we've seen this trend decade after decade after decade. When this happens, the median priced homes now go up in, in cost because more people are fighting for them because they're coming down to try to, oh, I, I have a million dollar home. I can easily afford a $600,000 house. And so they're willing to pay more and compete with the other people that are trying to do that. And so you'll see that opportunity in good quality homes that are in those price ranges. And as a result, you see the counter effect. What is the counter effect? All those super expensive homes, the, the million and a half, the $2 million homes, they are dropping right now. Just saw... Uh, earlier last year, a $2.1 million home selling for $1.6, uh, a $1.1 million home selling for 800000 We don't hear much about this, 
but you're seeing these homes that were more expensive, they're being put back onto the market, being sold at lower prices because people can't afford those luxury homes at that at these interest rates. And so instead, we're seeing the lower cost houses coming up in value because more people can now afford those based on the current interest rates.